Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Football 247 with John McMahon. Welcome in, everyone. John, Kelly Roseman, Nick Sirianni met with the media today. Uh, last time before the 2022 NFL draft, the highly anticipated NFL draft. Eagles had three picks, down to two first round picks. Uh, what'd you make of their press conference today? I'll get it to you for your first thoughts on what they said, if they said anything notable. I know this is, uh, um, you know, it kind of. I, I always say it kind of depends on what you want out of these things for fans who want, you know, we're going to take insert name, whoever your favorite prospect, you're never going to get that kind of stuff. And I think that kind of frustrates fans, but they have to realize, um, look, the last thing you want to do is alert somebody else in the league to what you want to do. So, you know, how he's been doing this for a long time, he's very good at these types of things and, um, he gives you what he wants to give you and you try to get as much out of them thematically. I like to call it. I try to get him to talk about themes, uh, in the draft. And sometimes he'll give you some information in that way. And you can read the tea leaves and kind of figure out some things. And, you know, he tried to spin the trade with New Orleans as not being about Jalen Hurts, but we all know it's about Jalen Hurts. So we are where we are, and the Eagles are going to try to get through this year. And they've called it a building year. So we go from transition year to building year, Xander. And the draft is a big part of where they're going to build. I, I think the biggest concern for me with the Eagles is they didn't get what they wanted to get done in free agency. You know, they were in on a number of players, whether it was, was Christian Kirk early, um, Marcus Williams early, Allen Robinson a little bit later. They weren't able to get those players. So they were able to get Hassan Reddick, to be fair, um, who was another player they obviously targeted. Um, but now you have to be a little bit concerned. Does the inability to get a Christian Kirk and Allen Robinson force them to reach at wide receiver? Inability to get Marcus Williams, does that force them to reach a little bit early at safety cornerback, even with Steve Stephon Gilmore? So 
that you have to worry about at least a little bit. But how he mentioned he's aware and he's aware of his mistakes in the past. And a lot of them are traced to reading and he's been very disciplined. So that discipline has got to carry over to personnel. It's been there with finances and budgets. Now it's got to carry over to personnel. Yeah. And specifically the NFL draft. I know you mentioned some of the misses, some of the hits I thought last year was, I know it's, you know, benefit of hindsight now, and it's pretty still, still early to say, but last year I thought top three picks were pretty good picks. No reach. Took the really good. There, Devontae, you know, Devontae, Landon, Milton, three players that look like they have great promise. Um, I know we're a week out. I know I saw on SI, you just wrote up five things you took away uh, from the pre-draft gathering. First one, Eagles aren't taking a quarterback. I got to run it by you. You just said it's not about Jalen Hurts, the trade, but they're not taking a quarterback this year. I guess that says everything we need to know about what they think of these quarterbacks. Although, Matt, uh, Johnny Mack, I keep hearing Matt Corral is in the building. He was in here twice. I heard that somewhere. I don't know if that's true or can be confirmed. I like that player. I don't know how you feel about him, but uh, where do we stand? Uh, or where does the public stand, if you will, after hearing what the what – the, what the <clears throat> Well, I mean, the Eagles, you know, Matt Corral was one of the players in on the top 30 visit. You know, that doesn't necessarily indicate anything more than the Eagles want to find out more about the player, want to fill in some blanks, so to speak, um, Xander. So, um, look, you know, this draft class, I think the trade says more about this draft class compared to next year's draft class than it says about Jalen Hurts because the Eagles are trying to replace Jalen Hurts. They just think they can't do it right now to the, to the degree that they would want to do it. And when you talk about the trade market or Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, look, they would have pulled off those trades if they had the opportunity. They didn't have the opportunity. That's the type of upgrade they want, you know, and who knows, that's the the one problem I have with this thought process of, well, Bryce Young is better than Kenny Pickett and C.J. Stroud is better than uh, Malik Willis and Phil Jerkovic is better than Desmond Ritter and so on and so on and so on. Look, all you got to do is look prior drafts. Where was Zach Wilson a year before he got picked um, as high as he did by the New York Jets? You know, where Sam Howell was at one time rated as a potential number one overall pick. Where is he right now? You know, people are saying it's a weak class now. You know, what coming off when he had Javante Williams and Michael Carter and Dynami Brown, people were talking, oh, this kid's going to go number one. You got that kid from Clemson. He played one game against Notre Dame when Trevor Lawrence was out. And people are, they're going to go back to back Lawrence, number one, and then uh, DJ number one. And what happened there? Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma, you know, people were talking about him as a potential number one pick this year, overall pick. He gets benched at Oklahoma, has to transfer to South Carolina just because they say these guys are good today doesn't mean they're going to be that looked at that 14, you know, 
uh, uh, 12 months from now uh, in next year's draft. So the Eagles are, you know, sort of playing a little Sixers-like. I've talked about it. They keep kicking the can down the road, kick the can down the road. And I don't know. <clears throat> they seem to be looking, Xander, <clears throat> for a perfect situation. And I don't, I don't know about you, but perfect doesn't come around in life usually. So you got to make do. I would consider a quarterback this year. I think when it's all said and done, this quarterback class is going to be undervalued because it's been so dismissed and maligned through this whole process. All that said, though, I don't think the Eagles are taking a quarterback unless one of those top five drops to 51, which I don't think is going to happen. It's interesting, John, because we are really in such an interesting period. I know you just called last year was transition and we're calling this the building year. Well, this period is a very interesting time. On top of what you just said, you also have Jalen Hurts in a contract year. You have the quarterback market exploding to where average quarterbacks are now 35, 40 million dollars. They're looking for the perfect answer. Like it's like where are where, at what like you're right. If they're looking for this perfect scenario, well, gee, they better hope it pops up. Or are they going to pay Jalen Hurts? Are they going to just go with the Matt? Like, like that's where I'm. That's where I'm lost in terms of what they're going to do or how they're going to play it. Yeah. Well, here's the problem with, um, you know, bringing a young quarterback. You know, even if it is, you know, for sake of argument, Bryce Young or. C.J. Stroud at the number one overall pick, which is going to be difficult for the Eagles to get there because they're not going to be a terrible team. Um, so it's, you know, even though they have two first-round picks, it's going to be their own and the Saints. And they're both going to be, you know, probably 15 to 20, just like they are now. They're both going to be in that range. How do you get up to where you can pick a, a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud? But even if you want to play that game for, you know, and play devil's advocate, and even if you get up there and do it, look at Trevor Lawrence. I, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is talked to a lot of people around this league, and some people said he was the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Some went all the way back to John Elway, thought he was the best quarterback prospect. Still growing pains. And by the way, I think he's still a very good prospect, and that's probably the most exciting thing for Doug Peterson to get involved with that on the ground floor. But um, my point is you're going to have some growing pains. So you, you play this bridge game with Jalen Hurts for two years, and then you draft a top-tier quarterback. What is that, two more years of being in this – growth pattern and all of a sudden you're talking about half a decade maybe an entire decade before you you blink your eyes so you don't hit on the quarterback you're certainly looking at nearly a full decade yeah so you know that's why the better route would have been to convince russell wilson to come here to convince deshaun watson to come here but they weren't you know they weren't going to budge all right, so we'll shift off a quarterback. Let's get into – they're not going to take a quarterback. 
so we think, in round one. Round one, to be clear. Uh, A lot of other guys that people are mentioning as targets for the Eagles, a player I happen to like, Jamison Williams. I know another wide receiver. We talked about that. There's a few other players that have injuries in this draft with Jamison Williams. David Ajabo, I know people think, you know, maybe he drops to 51 or maybe he drops to a range where you could trade up from 51 to grab him. You had a piece in your article about injuries. Uh, what what was what did Howie Roseman lead you to believe they were thinking about injured players in the draft? I know we have an extensive history of drafting injured players. Yeah, recently they they and, and they failed with Sidney Jones and what Landon and they, Dickerson last year. Yeah, they hit a home run at least early with Landon Dickerson. So you know they they they've gone both ways. They failed with it and they've had success with it. Um. What Howie mentioned is maybe the more time you have is probably better. So if you look at Landon, he got hurt late in the college season. Jamison Williams got hurt in the national championship game. Um, Where Sidney Jones got hurt is at his pro day. And then, boom, here comes the draft. Same thing happened to David Ojabo, unfortunately. Uh, So, you know, if you're reading the tea leaves, that tells me, the Eagles are probably more apt to be in on Jamison Williams than David Ojabo because they probably don't have as much information on how he's going to recover the early stages of it. Um, and they learn their lesson from Sidney Jones. So, And by the way, that hurts because I think Ojabo's a player they would have considered in the first round had he not gotten injured. So right now they're at 15 or 18. Same with Jamison, though. And he's injured, and they have to consider him. I I would – I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft. Me too. Um, and they claim they're in this building mode, so why not wait? You're waiting anyway. You're telling the whole world you're not ready. So why not wait for the best receiver? Uh a couple months that's that's how i would would look at jameson williams yeah i look at him as an as a Devonte smith-esque pick where it's you know when that kid hits the field he's going to make plays he's just that type of player maybe i'm biased i'm a bama guy at full disclosure i'm a bama guy i do really like jameson williams john i want to shift to your the part of your article where you speak about the the guys that howie roseman lost ian cunningham and Brian Brown, is that right? Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown. Well, I'm looking at one other guy who Howie Roseman lost, not this year, but a few other years ago, uh, who's down in Cleveland. I think he had the best offseason of anyone in the NFL. He made his team a Super Bowl contender. That's my take. How much is Howie losing another one of these guys uh, impacting him? I mean, right before the draft process, right after you go through the full season – I mean, I can't imagine that that is, you know, I, I would imagine that sucks. Yeah, I mean, and for those who think the Eagles, and there's a lot, it's interesting. They think they have a bad organization. They don't do things well. <laughs> you mentioned Andrew Berry, Joe Douglas with the Jets. Um, now you have Ian Cunningham, you have Brandon Brown. And, oh, by the way, Andy Weidel wasn't there today because he was ill um is a finalist for the pittsburgh steelers gm job 
Um, and their GM, Kevin Colbert, is going to retire after the draft. So they might be losing Andy Weidel as well. Um, yeah. That's pretty remarkable. That's a lot of – that's a lot of – Yeah. <laughs> coming out of the I mean, it, it's tough uh, when you keep and, – and the Eagles have been through it before. And how we said it's no excuse, but look, they got the rule changed at the the league meetings when they lost Ian and Brandon. They said, "Look, this is not right," you know, in the draft process. So they wanted to push it back. So now you can't hire secondary football executives, what they're called, um, until after the draft, which isn't going to help the Eagles this time. So. But they still have plenty of uh, people. They have Dave Caldwell, uh, who is a former GM in this league with Jacksonville. Uh, They have Tom Donahoe, who sort of when they fired um, Chip Kelly, stepped up. And he's a a longtime executive in this league, former GM, uh, who's the the viral uh, draft. Yeah. Yeah. Tom is, is, is a big part of it. The Eagles... You know, they were 20, I believe, 21 deep on the personnel side um, before Ian and Brandon left. And compared to other teams, and I always joke about Cincinnati because they they operate on a shoestring budget. Um, they had Duke Tobin and a couple interns. <laughs> um, yeah, they had three scouts and a couple interns. So, uh but, you know, that speaks to two things. You know, Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl also because Duke Tobin made some good decisions. Now, it helps when you get the quarterback at number one overall. So you got to be bad first to get up there, sort of like that Sixers mentality. But they made a lot of other good decisions as well. So, you know, one problem I have with the Eagles, I've been talking about this on Burst 365 the past couple of days, they're trying to win in the margins. They're obsessed with winning in the margins. Ex- uh, obsessed with it. And they usually do. They usually do. But guess what? Talent wins out in the end. Go win in the margins. I'll take Joe Burrow. You go take your valuation win over the New Orleans Saints. And, yeah, you got the better of them on the trade value chart. I'll take Joe Burrow. I'll take I'll take the superstar player. Um. You know, so when we talk about, I'm sure we're going to get the depot, Samuel. That's where I'm going right now, right out of this. Yeah. The Eagles aren't going to get involved. How we just told people that without saying the name, they're not getting involved. They're not getting involved with that. And, and, you know, to a certain ex- extent, depot probably doesn't want to come here either, but yeah. you know, go win in the margins or get good players. You can't do both. It's so interesting, John, listening. I'm listening. I listen all day to Birds 365. Then today I listened all, all day on Sports Take from 12 to 3. I listened to Seth Joyner and Mike Quick they had on today. Then I listened to Dan Cilio from 3 to 6. Everyone is not in – there's no one in unison about this team right now. No one. Half the people want this, want that. Like Seth comes on, he did, we don't need Debo Samuel at all. We're building – Dan's crying at the rooftop to go get Debo, Debo Samuel. I don't know. Maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle, but it's just an interesting time to, for the Eagles franchise. They're stuck in mediocrity, I think, is the real truth of the matter, and everyone wants to know what way they're going to go to get out. 
Well, they're trying to get the quarterback, but one of the things is... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. When you wait for the quarterback, you're waiting for this perfect situation. I use that term again, perfect, perfect. But, well, nothing's going to be perfect. You can't just sit there and assume it's coming. Um, And you got to develop players. And, look, hopefully Jalen Hurts, the one thing he has, Xander, is he's got 17 games. He's going to be on the field. Uh, Hopefully he's healthy. Not a lot of people get that. No. And if you play well, guess what? They're not taking you off. But, you know, it's evident by the way the Eagles are acting, uh, that they're, you know, got a big neon safety net underneath them that everybody can see, and Jalen Hurts can see it as well. And And the rest of the league, the rest of the league can see it. Yeah. Everybody can see it. And and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, I don't know if Debo Samuel wants to play in Philadelphia. I don't know if he wants to play in in with Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I want Debo Samuel because, you know, one of the things I said, like, I don't get it. Like, you know, Debo's going to go somewhere else and they're not going to use him like San Francisco uses him. That's the point. Uh, it's very similar to your point on uh, how Kyle uses Debo. Yeah, it does a phenomenal job. Now, at the time, see, because San Francisco and people jumped on me on Twitter and said, money, money, money. And I said, duh, I know he wants money, but San Francisco is willing to give him that money. My point is they are willing to give him the money he wants and he still wants out. That part I didn't get. Well, now he explained it to Tom Pelissero today. He doesn't want to be used like Debo Samuel. He just wants to be a receiver. And if Debo Samuel just wants to be a receiver lining up outside, guess what? He's not Debo Samuel. Well, did he indirectly hurt his trade value? Not his trade value. His trade value, his market value, did he hurt all that in one comment? I don't think so. Uh, It's very similar to Minka Fitzpatrick on the defensive side of the ball. When he was in Miami, and I remember this, um, you know, 
so clearly because Malcolm Jenkins was here. And I, I got to talk to Malcolm Jenkins, you know, a couple times a week for years. Malcolm Jenkins loved playing all over the place. He got mad when you just stuck him in one position. He right. got bored by it. And the Dolphins wanted to turn Mika Fitzpatrick into a Malcolm Jenkins type player, that versatile guy who can play every position on the back end. And he was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do, I just want to play safety. And he got, you know, he didn't want, so it's always interesting to see the mindset of a player. Malcolm hated that. He wanted it. Other players, I guess, are intimidated by it. It's interesting. And they don't talk so much about Swiss Army knife type of players now. So even Kyle Hamilton is the name that pops the head in the draft. You know, yeah, we've talked about that. How he might be that guy that's a tweener. He can maybe play up as a linebacker. He's that type of guy with that type of size. Maybe Kyle Hamilton has no interest. Well, he probably does because he 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 was played that way at Notre Dame. So you know, not to the degree Malcolm played every position. He played seven different positions. Jim Swartz confirmed that. Um, So not not like that, but he did move all around. He played strong safety, free safety, nickel, even outside corner at times, linebacker, rover. So he played all over the place. He seems willing to do it, uh, and, and he understands that's a big part of his game. But, you know, I bring up Fitzpatrick because he didn't want to do it. And it seems like Debo Samuel, he doesn't want to be in the backfield. And he doesn't want to be. And you know what? I will give I will say this. He's probably right from a longevity standpoint. Because yeah, running backs are going to get hurt. But he's not the same player if he's just playing wide receiver. Um, what positions breaking the bank all offseason? It's not running yeah. back. It's no. receivers. No. And he's right from that standpoint. Yeah. But from the Eagles standpoint, and this is what Harry Roseman said today when he was talking about the boon of the wide receiver market. And he said, you know, we don't want to be the team that sort of follows the leader. We don't want to be the team. We don't want to do what everybody else does. So everyone's looking at, oh, we got to pay this wide receiver this. He pretty much said, we don't value that position to pay that much money. He pretty he came as close as how he does to telling people we're not going to do that. Where, where, John, (laughs) over and over again, how much the owner, the general manager, the Philadelphia Eagles want a high flying passing offense. Well, you got to pay wide receivers. That's the today's NFL. You got to pay edge rushers. You got to pay wide receivers. You got to pay quarterbacks and cornerbacks. I mean, those are the positions Wide receiver has entered that realm. Other teams in the league, other owners have dictated it with the checkbook. I think the checkbook rules all. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be interesting, um, you know, to have Devontae on his rookie deal. If they get, for sake of argument, if they draft Jameson uh, Williams, they'll have him on a rookie deal. Uh, so you'll have that window where you have effectiveness from young players uh, that are relatively cost effective. It's going to be interesting, though, when Devontae Smith is up for his extension. What do the Eagles do? Are they willing? Man. Yeah. By that point, it's only going up and up and up. 
Um, that that is when you really see it. But the Eagles, they made kind of a sea change because they wanted Christian Kirk. They wanted Christian Kirk, and when they saw what you know the contract on the table for him, they told him to take the deal. Uh, we're not going there. Um, they wanted Allen Robinson. That's a little bit different because I think Allen Robinson just wanted to play with the Rams and the Super Bowl champions and Matthew Stafford and all that. Um, they tried to trade for Calvin Ridley and the 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 gambling suspension. The Falcons, you know, and the Eagles give the Falcons a lot of credit because they didn't beat around the bush. They said we can't talk about it. You know, we can't do anything. Um, and then who was the other one? Robert Woods. They, they had serious interest in trading for him. Um, and for whatever reason he wanted to go to Nashville and Tennessee. So they, you know, once they couldn't get, I mean, the type of player they wanted, then they shipped it and said, all right, well, nobody else is worth it. Let's get Zach Pascal in here, um, and we'll draft a receiver. And it might be 15, it might be 18, it might be 51, but they're going to draft a receiver, and that receiver is going to be expected to play very early. Well, what? so here's my, here's my thing. Those four names we just laid out, Christian Kirk, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley and Robert Woods. If let's say hypothetically they land one of those guys, get a deal done, maybe it's a four-year deal. Does that tell you anything about what they think about Devontae Smith? Were those guys were they looking to get a wide receiver two? Were they looking to get a wide receiver one? I mean, part of me thinks Calvin Ridley would have been a wide receiver one until Devontae is at that level. Yeah. Well, I think um now, Calvin, I guess Devontae still has four years left with the option. So maybe you get a four-year deal done and you reset the slate with a new young player and Devontae when he gets the second contract. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. they pro- Well, typically they don't want a- guys playing on the fifth-year option because it is very – it's spiced to be very expensive. Now, they did it with Derek Barnett, so they can certainly do it. They've been willing to do it. Um, but they don't want to do it. They'll usually work out an extension before then um, if they like the player uh, and if they, you know, are are going to go forward. It's a, a couple of those names. Calvin Ridley, as you mentioned. Allen Robinson, I think, as well. That would have been, I think, okay, who's pl- who, who who's going to play better? You know, who's who's better and they'd be the wide receiver one. I think there would be legitimate competition and that could have only helped you, to be honest. Um, the other guys, Christian Kirk, Robert Woods, they probably would have been brought in to be the complement more the wide receiver too. Either way, all four would have been huge, huge improvements uh, for the Eagles. Yeah, I just do not get the wide receiver thing. In turn, I mean, I maybe it's simple. You know, I mean, they don't they don't think they have the quarterback yet, so they're not going to go and pay the wide receivers yet. Maybe it, it might just be that simple. I'm not smart enough to know that answer. Well, Howie kind of said, "Look, you know, if you're paying a quarterback forty million or whatever, you, you can't pay a receiver twenty million. So, you know, pick your poison." 
Well, I mean, you can. You got to look at look at the Rams. Look at the Devonte Adams just signing the Raiders. Look, who's the other? You know, the other big quarterback. Derek. Oh no, it's Derek. Derek Carr. Well, Derek Carr got in. You're He's right. Good. You're right. You can. But you from their standpoint, somewhere. Yeah, from their standpoint, you can't build the roster. And we'll see if they're right, or you know, if the Rams. You know, look, they're the Super Bowl champions. So everybody, you know. Less need is out there with F them picks, and you know, they're just signing, they're giving Matthew Stafford more money, and they're bringing in Allen Robinson. And who knows, they might get. I know everybody in Philadelphia wants the Honey Badger. You know, if the Rams come in and say, Guess what? Go come play with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, he's going to go play with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, unless you pay a tax as i'd like to call it the jacksonville tax i I, that's what i saw christian kirk as i mean they paid maybe a big tax on that one yeah yeah that was a jacksonville tax there yeah i heard a funny story from a a nfl gm about christian kirk can you share is it off the air um uh, yeah it off the air keep it off the air all right johnny mac i mean uh we figured they wouldn't give us too much today but I'm still baffled. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what this team wants to do. We're in the middle of mediocrity, and they are not showing me that they're trying to really get out of it. Maybe it's long-term build. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm expecting them to act like a team that believes they're ready, and they're not. And that's part of, part of what you say, you know, the we're not ready crowd. I think maybe the Eagles are in the we're not ready crowd. They are. No, <laughs> the Eagles aren't uh, because – you know, and Jody hates this, but it is real. Whether you believe it or not, I, you know, I don't care. They tried to sign Christian Kirk. They tried to trade for Calvin Ridley. They tried to trade for Robert Woods. They tried to sign Allen Robinson. They tried to sign Marcus Williams. Um, tells me in a week we're going to get a report that they tried to get Debo Samuel. <laughs> no, well, I don't think you're going to hear that one. But, not, I but... mean, the other ones are – confirmed um and you know they're very disciplined i say it all the time and once you know specifically the two high profile free agent guys kirk and williams they had a number and when they got better deals the eagles said you know take the deals because we're not going to go that high um you know in a vacuum they made the right decision no question with Kirk. You don't pay Christian Kirk what the Jaguars play Christian Kirk. The Eagles fans would be, they might have been excited at the time, but no way. Yeah. Marcus Williams, no way. No way. Good player, not a great player. Um, so I agree with them in each individual thing. But sometimes, and I say this all the time as well, when you're in that we're not ready crowd, we're not ready, we're not ready, we're not doing this, we're going to be disciplined, we're not going to spend this, we're not going to do that, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then all of a sudden you become one of those teams where, you know, agents aren't even calling because if you're Debo Samuel, well, you want 18 to $22 million and you know the Eagles aren't going to go there, so why bother? Yeah, well. I think I think that's that's the the story of it. I don't think the Eagles are going. I don't think the Eagles are going there. Maybe they don't think they're ready to go there. I think they should go there eventually. I mean, I mean, if we and I'll leave you with this: 
if we keep talking like, okay, this team is building, this team is building for the future. They're not ready to go and win a Super Bowl yet. Okay, that's fine. We have a quarterback who's on a, on an expiring deal. I mean, just go and draft a quarterback you like, draft Jamison Williams, reset the slate with some young guys, draft two more next year, and, and go from there. If that's where we really are, and that's Well, what here's the thing. And, 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 yeah, I mean, Jalen is not on an expiring deal. He's just not eligible. Right. He's well. eligible for an extension after this year. Uh, but he's got one more year. He's got he's contract here, though. I like yeah. this. and you like this, and like just like you just said, they don't typically like to get players. No, you yeah. don't. You don't want to have a lame duck quarterback making two million dollars. Nobody's going to be happy about that. Nobody's. It's going to be a disaster. So the Eagles are going to have to make a decision. Um, but you know the one thing about Jalen Hurts is this. You know it's very rare, and I think Ben Solak. I'll give him the credit because I didn't think about this, but he did. So I'll give him the credit. You know, when you do that, because I've talked about that, just keep rolling it over until you find somebody. Just keep rolling it over. You don't want to pay a mediocre quarterback $30 million. So keep rolling it over. But you're more likely from a personality standpoint, you're more likely that the next quarterback you draft is going to be more like Carson Wentz than Jalen Hurts. I would agree with that. So when you don't show belief in your quarterback and I'm not talking when the microphones show up and the Eagles say oh we're behind Jalen Hurts we're behind Jalen Hurts I'm talking about by their actions and they don't call up Russell Wilson Deshaun Watson they don't kick draft picks back another year because they want to look for quarterbacks in the draft Jalen's not dumb he sees all this but he's got that personality where he says you know, I'm just going to put my head down. I'm going to work. I'm going to. I'm going to prove that you're wrong. Most quarterbacks would go into Carson Wentz and start sulking and saying, "What? What the heck? You guys don't believe in me. I don't want to be here." So that's that's a concern. And the Eagles are in a unique situation because they found a player that doesn't give a you know what about stuff like that, and that's rare. That yeah. is very rare. And part of me on the flip side believes that Jalen Hurts is also smart enough to know that 16 touchdowns in a season is not enough to get or command what you might want or, or to command that the organization invested to assets into you. I, I'm so, I think he knows that. So I think he's going to try and be much better this year. I think he knows he has to be much better. That's his only like you said, he's got 17 games. <laughs> if you're good, they're not going to pull you off. Uh, well, you don't have to worry about Jalen working. I will say that. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. No, I agree. Yep, that's that's for sure. He, he is a, he is a worker. We've got to tip your cap uh, to that. He certainly is that. All right, Johnny Mac, that'll do it for football 24-7. Final presser from Howie going into the draft. Didn't learn much, but we'll see what they do next week. Do you have any predictions for me next week? Uh, off Bird 365. Forget Bird 365. Uh, 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 Johnny Mag, Xander Krause, football 24-7 exclusive prediction. Do you have anything? Uh, early on, I'm going to go. The Eagles are going to targeted trade up uh, for one of three players, Kayvon Thibodeau, but I don't think he's going to fall to the point uh, where the Eagles can get him. Derek Stingley, perhaps. Ooh, I don't like him. But more likely Jordan Davis. I like him. 
All right, I'll take it. I thought maybe a trade up for like an Ahmad Gardner, but I don't know. I'm not a big Stingley guy, uh, but we'll end it on that. All right, Johnny Mac, have a good night, brother. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, Xander. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.